Look, Bumble knows you're exhausted by dating. All the, must not take yourself too seriously, and 6-1 since that matters, and what do I even say other than, hey? <sighs> well, that's why they're introducing an all-new Bumble. With exciting features to make compatibility easier, starting the chat better, and dating safer. They've changed, so you don't have to. Download the new Bumble now. What's up, everybody? Welcome back to Couple Things. With Sean and Andrew. A podcast all about couples. And the things they go through. It has been a year. That's right. Today's episode, we're kind of just recapping the past 12 months, really 13 months, I guess. We launched this last November, this show, and boy, has it been a journey. It has. I mean, let's start with November <laughs> because you launched this without me knowing about a week after I had Drew. Yeah, yeah. That was hectic times. Would not have done that the same way if I had an option. Yeah. Um, Neither would I. Yeah. Speaking of which, I do have to say, if I sound a little funky... Drew has given me her little cold, so. Uh, yeah, Drew is 14 months old now. Uh, she was one month old when we started the show, and we've learned a lot as parents. The reason we wanted to start this show, a couple things, was to really kind of just share how we go through marriage and parenting, but then also have a good excuse to reach out to other people to hear how they do marriage and parenting, um, whether they're dating, engaged, or have been married for 20 years. And a big thing that I kept falling back on was we kept hearing all of these stories in the news about which the news is very, you know, whatever, but they have opinions of their own. <laughs> um, but we kept hearing all these stories of, oh, so-and-so is getting a divorce and they didn't work out. And this guy was caught doing this and this girl did that. And and it just, it, it frustrated me so much because within our society, people say, if you don't follow the book, you aren't going to succeed in a relationship. And I think the past 14 months have been a really cool example of every single person does it differently and has figured it out and has gone through really, really hard things and still had beautiful relationships. Yeah. And... I think that's a really cool thing. On a personal note, this show for us, I think, has been really good and challenging, um, but I think in the long term, worth it. Uh, from a time and workload uh, sense, I feel like it really made us realize that we need to be diligent with uh, scheduling and planning, and it challenged us in that sense. From a personal relationship sense, it brought up a lot of dirty laundry that we figured out we needed to air out and work through. It was yeah. really cool to hear a lot of people's stories because they would bring something up and we'd look at each other like, oh. We're going to talk about that later. We're going to talk about that. And yeah. it was good. It was kind of like marital therapy. Yeah. Marital counseling. I think uh, we realized as creators or, or producers, whatever you call it, hosts of the show, you know, Sean and I start off on YouTube. For those that didn't know, we have a YouTube channel called The East Family. And uh, we kind of just documented our life. And we thought this would be a similar way, but we did want to do interviews. And so I think it was a, probably around the fourth or fifth interview where we were kind of uh, encroaching on trying to give advice uh, through our show because we do want this to be an uplifting and encouraging show. And so it's like, you know, people are listening to this to get relationship advice. But then at some point we realized that 
we're not professionals. We're not marital counselors. So our goal here with this show is to really just, as Sean said, kind of give a peek behind the curtain and reveal that everybody has struggles. They look, they might look different. They might, you know, have a different face to them. But at the end of the day, we all are going through more or less somewhat similar things or there is at least someone else going through a similar thing that we are. Um, and so that I think has been a good thing for us to realize uh, is to just, that's our mission is to create this content that um, en- encourages and uplifts families, not necessarily through advice, but through stories. So let's look back on the past 14 months. Um, we have had the pleasure of being able to interview a wide range of people, wide range of backgrounds and experiences, everyone from people who we grew up to with to celebrities. We thought it would be fun to take a look back at some of these interviews and pick out some of our favorite moments from them mm-hmm. and kind of give a little year interview. That's right. So we've heard from Luke and Nicole Combs, and they told their engagement story for the first time ever <laughs> Which publicly. was amazing. Yeah. Oh, I got the story if you want to hear it. Yes, please. <laughs> never fully told this story, by the way. Have you ever told this full story? Really? Hey, well, listen, no pressure. Okay, I'll tell you. <laughs> yeah, I want to hear it. Actually, the it's day. It's not cute. It's, <laughs> it is, but it's not like. Uh, <laughs> it was supposed to be that, but it wasn't that. Uh, and the cats do not travel well. <laughs> this house, her cat peed in the crate and she loves her cat more than anything in the world. <laughs> cat she got in college named Buck. And he always sits on her lap on the couch. And so I had had the ring and I was going to put it on the cat's collar was the idea. Well, she couldn't get him out of the crate because he peed all over himself. <laughs> so this is getting a, it's a very heated moment because we're in the middle of the He's getting mad at me. I'm getting mad at him. <laughs> And oh my gosh. You know, she doesn't know why I'm getting upset. Yeah. So she thinks I'm upset with the cat. Right. She's getting mad at me because she's like, don't blame the cat. It's not his fault. <laughs> <laughs> so we get to the house. And so I realize, you know, the cats are covered in pee. They're in the shower, closed in the shower. <laughs> they don't get it all over the house. The stuff's everywhere. It's almost midnight. Her, by the by the way, her parents are flying in the next morning, and I've already told them I'm going to ask her today. Oh, no. Oh, my God. So you can't delay it. Do the plan, because her parents are going to show up. She's picking her parents up, and they're going to be like, congratulations. <laughs> <laughs> right, so I have to ask her at this point. So I pretty much just told her what I was going to do. <laughs> that right. We got to hear from our good friends, Chuck and Cassie Wicks, newly married, their struggles with infertility and how it actually fell on him, which was an interesting dynamic within the, the marriage. And then to hear that they were successfully pregnant. Yeah. Now they have a child. I know. Come little full Tucker. Circle. It's been an emotional roller coaster yep. for us uh, trying to conceive. So we, we uh, have to go the IVF route. Mm-hmm. Um, and I'll be super honest, it's because of me. Um, don't have a lot of swimmers. And that was one of the hardest things to hear as an as a guy, is like that you you may not be able to have children because you don't have a lot of you you have a very, very low sperm count. 
And that's a hard pill to swallow. It's one of those things where you almost feel like you're not a man. Mm-hmm. Like you, you, you feel very inadequate. They were scared his body would stop producing right. altogether. What? So it was that yes. low. So that we were, they didn't even know if they'd have enough to fertilize eggs. Right. Maybe God wanted me to meet her because she already had children because I wasn't meant to have children. We've heard from Glennon Doyle and Abby Wambach all about uh, their backgrounds and how they got to where they are today. Uh, They shared some really good insight and we had some deep theological discussions, I think, heard about their perspective on that. Glennon and Andrew went at it. That's right. We don't believe that we can change everybody's mind, but what we try to do is educate people. And as it goes in, in any kind of non-traditional relationship, and what we're saying um, is a non-white, a non-straight relationship. Like that's what non-traditional means, you know, anything on the margins. Um, and I think because we are in a gay marriage, we want to just be out loud and show all the things that happen that also happen in every other relationship in mm-hmm. the world, because that for us feels like the great equalizer. And that's like, rather than getting on a soapbox saying, yes, we are gay and we are the same. <laughs> like, on a- <laughs> yeah, we just, show, we just show Glennon stealing my food and, and yeah. my shakes, and leaving the, 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 the cabinet doors open and me scaring her. Like, we're just the same as, as anybody out there. And, um, and the only way you can sometimes show that is just to, to literally sure. let some, put somebody into your house. Uh, we also got to hear from Lindsey Vaughn and PK Subban, which was an awesome interview. New best <laughs> friends. Um, they had a really cool story, just uh, hearing how they met, which was hysterical. And then kind of their proposal slash... Yeah interesting like engagement ring setting it was just it was awesome a pretty non-traditional setup there one in five americans have quote learn a new language on their bucket list if that's you make 2024 the year you finally check it off your list with Babbel. Babbel's quick 10-minute lessons are designed by over 200 language experts to help you start speaking a new language in as little as three weeks Babbel's quick 10-minute lessons are designed by over 150 language experts to help you start speaking a new language in as little as three weeks. Plus, Babbel's tips and tools are approachable, accessible, rooted in real-life situations, and delivered with conversation-based teaching, so you're ready to practice what you've learned in the real world. Andrew and I have been learning Spanish on Babbel, and it's been so fun. We've wanted to learn a new language for so long and have finally started. We've learned how to order food, ask for directions, speak to merchants, all without having to consult language apps, which is so cool. It's crazy how fast your brain picks up a new language when it's presented in a relatable way. Plus, Babbel's speech recognition technology helps you to improve your pronunciation and accent. Babbel has over 10 million subscriptions sold. Plus, all of Babbel's 14 language courses are backed by their 20-day money-back guarantee. Here's a special limited-time deal for our listeners. Right now, get 60% off your Babbel subscription, but only for our listeners at babbel.com slash eastfam. Again, get 60% off at babbel.com slash eastfam, spelled B-A-B-B-E-L dot com slash eastfam. Rules and restrictions may apply. So I had never done the SBs or that whole kind of athlete kind of 
amusement park that they do um, <laughs> during the SB time where they have like the Nickelodeon SBs, like all that stuff. We don't we don't need so much foreplay. Hold on. So I gotta tee it up so that you guys understand the context of it. So yeah, okay. Anyway, I get on the red carpet. I'm about to do this interview with Hannah Storm from ESPN. And you had a cocktail. I did have a cocktail at the Waldorf Astoria. It's down the street. I have one of the cocktails. Not gonna lie. We're at three minutes, PK. Hold on, I'm gonna wrap it up tight. I'm gonna wrap it up around. <laughs> um, remember, this is the truthful version, so I can take okay. a little bit of extra time. I love yes. it. So get on the red carpet, like literally 30 seconds before I'm about to do my interview, I look up at the screen. You know the SBs, they have the screens on the yes. red carpet of who's coming up yes. next. Right. And it's Lindsay, and she's wearing this black dress. Looks uh -huh. unbelievable. Right? It was incredible. Unbelievable. I saw it. I'm like, wow. I'm like, Lindsay, Lindsay Vaughn looks awesome. Yep. Then Hannah Storm goes to us, PK, it's... Uh, 107 degrees outside, sweltering hot. You got this three-piece suit on. PK, tell us how you're feeling right now. I'm like, well, Hannah, it's hot out here, but uh, I can tell you something right now. It's not as hot as Lindsey Vaughn looks. And then she, Hannah Storm came right at me. She's like, Lindsey's a very classy girl. Long story short, Lindsey caught me a bit, comes down the red carpet, like fumes coming out of her head because she's she was dating somebody at the time who happened to be with her. So she's coming down the red carpet. Awkward. Yep. Lindsay, unless this is my perspective, okay. unless a woman is engaged or married, fair game. Yeah, absolutely. I don't I, care if you're walking the red carpet with the boyfriend. Yeah, no, I, I would agree with you. And uh, I mean, that one wasn't going to work out anyway. So it was like, <laughs> shoot, shoot it, shoot it. <laughs> <laughs> we heard from Matthew and Emily West all about how uh, they met fell in love pretty quickly and, and the situation and context that led to their marriage. And then also what does it look like to be a family of a mu musician, which was a common theme on this show. We did sit down with a lot of musicians, but I thought they had a really good perspective on it. Our kids aren't really interested in people thinking he's cool. Do you know what I mean? Like <laughs> no, teachers they, they will were play. They were way more interested in meeting you guys. Like yes, you <laughs> it's so true. They were so excited. But I mean, even like a teacher will email me, we played Matthew's song during this and we'll say to Delaney, like, you didn't tell us that they played. And she's like, oh yeah, it's embarrassing. <laughs> yeah. Do you know what I mean? Like they don't want. It's, but it did get to a point where it was like, selfishly, I would want him with me on the road all the time. Mm -hmm. Is that what's best for my daughters? Is that what's best for the family? Not at this time. And that's why we put him in school. But those are some pretty cool moments. We've heard from Tim and Demi Lee Tebow and heard all about what made them fall in love with each other. And we heard basically Lifetime's newest movie of how he proposed. So if that movie isn't out there yet, it needs to be made. I was putting in lies in her head for six months. <laughs> <laughs> thing, okay? Flew to one part of South Africa, spent two days with this family, um, secretly asked those parents for permission. Then we got on a plane, flew to the other part of South Africa with that side of her family, secretly asked them for permission, celebrated Christmas on Christmas Day, flew back to the States. We had um, our family Christmas because we couldn't have it together. So it was January 8th, I think our yeah. Christmas was. They have to have their nails done, like out of everything. Nails, it's like tiny, but it's fine. And <laughs> It's because the pictures of the ring. Nobody even yes. ever looks at finger or toenail, so I don't get that, but no, that's a side conversation. No, all women do, okay? You have to have your nails done. <laughs> but all the promises, why wouldn't it be like the dress or the makeup or something? <laughs> nail polish? Anyways, I have a brand new Ford F-150 pull into um, my house, 
And I'm like, Demi, the truck for my dad's here. And she's like, you got him a truck? I'm like, yeah, because I, I feel like she's like catching on a little bit to maybe something special could happen. And so I literally had a truck pull up with a bow on it to say, and so she's like, oh, in her heart. Oh, by the way, I just gave her a ring that this day. This one, I'm wearing it. Oh my Aww. gosh. And so I had a, 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 an arch built, like a photo arch, and then I had a wooden bench that was handcrafted with some special wordings of just meaningful things Good to day. us under the, the bottom of it. Um, I played a song on the way over that was always kind of we our song by a South African artist named Matthew Mole called The Wedding Song. And it's um, really sweet. It's really sweet. I, I listened to it before this. It's great. I was going to sing it, but I didn't. No. Shot. Yeah. Okay. No. <laughs> so then I was like, you know, it was a perfect time for me to play the wedding song. So I hit play on my phone and we're standing there kind of just like swaying back and forth. And Matthew's behind a hay bale. He walks out and picks up where it was on my wow. phone. Wow. All right, as a kid, I used to love when my parents would sit down and play a game with us or do any activity. And right here in our hands, we have the KiwiCo box, which is the activity of all activities for young kids. The colorful chemistry set, to be specific. So with Drew and Jet and Bear, we try to have really intentional playtime. And that's hard because they're all different ages and kind of in different developmental kind of phases of life. I love with KiwiCo that each month we get boxes specific to their ages and kind of like the activity development phase that they're in. So each box, this one's the colorful chemistry set. Um, this has to do with science, but especially with Bear, it can be really hard with a four month old to know like how to interact with him where he needs to be at four months old. And I love in these crates, they actually have cards that say, here are activities or things you can do specific to Bear that will help him identify colors or whatever it is. I love KiwiCo. There's always something new for kids to discover, like learning about the science of ice cream, engineering robots, or doing science experiments, which our kids have loved yes. recently. Sean is currently holding, as she said, the Colorful Chemistry Kit, which has provided hours of entertainment for our kids. They look forward to their new crate every month, and this one kept him really engaged. We got to experiment with mixing oil and water, mixing different colors and watching how different things react. It was so fun. We basically created our own little chemistry lab with the kids and we could feel their excitement when they got to play around and mix things together. Plus, it barely made a mess. So it was really quick to clean up and to use again another day. It can be hard to find creative ways to keep your children engaged, challenged, and off their screens, but KiwiCo does the work for you. So you can spend quality time tackling projects together. Redefine learning with play. Explore projects that build confidence and problem-solving skills with KiwiCo. Get 50% off your first month of any crate at KiwiCo.com when you use code COUPLE. That's 50% off your first month at KiwiCo.com, promo code COUPLE. All right, let me pause this reflection real quick and let's okay. hear from our sponsors. So we have been doing our best to support small businesses through this crazy time. That's why I'm always so excited to talk about this women-founded business. You know, we've you've heard it before, Bev. These ladies knew what they were doing when they launched this company. We're big fans over here. In these past few months, Sean and I have really grown to love them. They're our go-to on date nights, which we do every single week. Canned wine that holds up to a glass and a half. I mean, come on, that's next level. Yes, they have three varietals, Rosé, Sauve Blanc, and Pinot Gris. I still can't get over that it's great. I know, you're shook. 
um, as well as a limited edition extra fizzy sparkling white wine for the holidays, which is perfect if you're hosting anybody. My personal favorite is probably the Bev Blanc. It is so refreshing. The holiday special is my personal favorite for sure. It's called the Bev Glitz, ooh, ooh. and it's a sparkling white wine. It's elite. And the best part, they have zero sugar, only three carbs and 100 calories per serving. I feel like the worst part about wines is all the sugar, and knowing that this is zero sugar only makes drinking it more that enjoyable. That is pretty insane if you think about it. I know. So we've worked out an exclusive deal for the Couple Things podcast listeners. Receive 20% off your first purchase. Plus, free shipping on all orders. I suggest trying their best-selling Ladies' Night variety pack so you can check out all of their delicious varietals. Go to drinkbev.com forward slash eastfam or use code eastfam at checkout to claim this deal. That's drinkbev, D-R-I-N-K-B-E-V dot com slash eastfam. Today's show is also brought to you by Best Fiends. I'd say we're pretty big gamers over here. What do you think, babe? I think we definitely have that title now. We live <laughs> for a good game night. Well, recently, the game we've been into, uh, the game we've been obsessed with is what? It's funny. I know exactly what you're talking about. Best fiends. We can't get enough of it. I found myself in the middle of the night whipping that game out. <laughs> well, there are always new levels, events, and challenges added, so it never gets boring. They are constantly adding new levels and maps and challenges, and there's always one more level to beat. Yeah, it doesn't surprise me that there are over 100 million downloads and tons of five-star reviews. We'd recommend to anyone that wants a fun, challenging game to try out Best Fiends. Yes, and you can download Best Fiends free today on the Apple App Store or Google Play. That's friends without the R, Best Fiends. We're sure you're going to love the characters, the colors, the challenges. It never gets old. Try it out. We had the pleasure of sitting down with Cedric Thompson and his wife, Charlotte. Um, they also share their story of how they made it through Cedric uh, cheating on Charlotte mm -hmm. and what that looked like, how Charlotte was able to find forgiveness. That took a long time. Like, I don't, again, that was not an overnight thing. Um, and for a while, we kind of like broke up and I was like, I'm just going to focus on myself and my own faith. And um, that time was so critical because we both took that time apart to really focus on ourselves and mm -hmm. working on our own hearts so that when we did come back together, we were in a much different place. Um, but forgiveness, that's like a process. It's not a, you just decide in your head. Like mm -hmm. it was a lot of communication about how I was feeling and said had to be really patient with me too. Mm -hmm. Um, so you know, fortunately, I had a partner who was committed to making those changes for me, but I also had to be committed to trying every day to forgive and keep moving too. get to a place where we can like where she can look at me. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like She couldn't even look at me. It was like the most like disheartening thing mm -hmm. when you know, like somebody you love so much who loves you. And when you see how much you hurt them to where they can't look at you because they're in that much pain, it was it was really, really difficult. I'm, I'm curious how it is for you to talk about this, Ed. You see, you oh, I don't. It is what it is. And what I always say is like I make decisions based on the information that I had at the time. I didn't have somebody teaching me how to treat women, how to look at women. I didn't. All my things came from music, from being in the locker room, from being around guys who I didn't necessarily look up to, but 
I thought this was the right way to do it. So it wasn't necessarily my fault. You know what I'm saying? Like the action wasn't my fault, but the way that I was taught it, it's not mine. And that's what, you know, we got two girls. If I have a son one day, I'll, I'll be able to teach him the right way because I did all the wrong things and I was able to be with somebody who was able to work through that with me. Mm-hmm. So I have no shame at all in talking about it. We talk about it on the channel and everything, like yeah. story time, all that good stuff. We then got to talk to Jeremy and Addie Camp. Uh, we talked about second marriage and remarrying after a loss on Jeremy's side. You know, I think people, they try to figure this out. People have been upset with me, you know, going through this movie because, you know, people like to troll on the internet. Oh, um, yeah. Really? And like, <laughs> I thought that, yeah, exactly. I thought that if she was your, your, you know, the love of your life, how could you get me married? You know, you see it that. I'm like, here's the deal. God has expanded my heart. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? And I don't think people Whoa. understand that. It's like when you have a child. And we have three now. When you first have your first child, and then all of a sudden you, you realize that, oh, we're going to have two children. You're going, how am I going to love the second <laughs> child as much as I love my first child? Like, you kind of like. We've you know, had that <laughs> exact thought. <laughs> and you're, what, what's amazing is your heart just goes and expands. You know what I mean? And mm-hmm. I think that for me, that's kind of just what happened. My heart just expanded. It wasn't a replacement. It wasn't like all of a sudden, you know, of course, she's the one that got us chosen for me to walk this life through and i'm so thankful it's what a treasure um but god expanded my heart and that's i think for me how i dealt with you know stepping forward in that is going okay lord when i felt guilty saying no no no. when i'm blessed you with something receive my blessing and that's what i did and i'm so thankful i did because she has been the backbone of of this and been so supportive you know, in, this, in the midst of me talking about my testimony, I mean, you know, sorry, I'm yapping here, but, you know, she she's asked a lot, how do you deal with, um, you know, your husband talking about another woman? You know, of mm-hmm. course, it was first wife, she's not here anymore, but, and she's like, well, listen, here's the deal. I've been so touched by the story, and I know it's not about me or not about Melissa or about you, it's about Jesus. Mm-hmm. And I think that's the whole reason why she can stand yeah. And you can, you can address that even more, but yeah. Yeah, I think, you know, for me, first, grief changes you, you know? Mm-hmm. And so the, the man that Melissa married is different from the man that I married. Yeah. You know, when you, when you go through something, it's like we talk about, it's the new normal when you've gone yeah. through something so hard and so difficult, it changes in a sense who you are. And so I think because of that, Jeremy and my story was so different from his and Melissa's. You know, theirs was sort of the kind of this beautiful romantic fairy tale. And I think ours was, it almost felt a little bit more like, okay, this is real. Like we're in the gutters Mm. together. How are we going to fight our way out of this? You know what I mean? And just walk through seasons of healing and, and those kind of broken things together. But just like Jeremy said, I was so deeply touched by their story. Like literally the, the Lord used it so much to change my heart and encourage things in me. And I just remember, you know, it's not like I haven't had difficult days or insecure moments, but I just remember thinking, who am I to stand in the way of him sharing his testimony? Because so many people have been touched by it and because I was touched by it. So we had a lot of deep, insightful conversations. We also had plenty of lighthearted, you know, fun conversations. We sat down with uh, Lord DIY and her boyfriend, Jeremy Lewis. And talked about ridiculous things. Here's the deal. I I feel like there's a lot of parallels between our stories here. I, uh, I also reached out to Sean via social media and gave the weakest. I have zero game. Like 
my game is like, oh, you know, this guy's game is so bad it's cute, right? Uh, that that's game though. I would say that's game. No, your game is that you were playing college football and headed to the NFL. You don't need game. That's true. Well, speak, speaking of cyber stalking, Jeremy, uh, a couple things. First of all, your Insta game is weak for sure. <laughs> Second of all, I saw via LinkedIn, which I which I found you on. You're a UK grad, so I don't know how much you know about college football in the first well, I know place. Vanderbilt's not going to win this year. <laughs> yeah, no. Okay. No, UK will win. Yeah. <laughs> Dang, dog. Okay. All right, all right, You all right. said that up yourself. I did, and then he blasted me. Yeah, okay. One hell of a place to get an MBA. I will say that we had each other's locations by the second date. <laughs> what do you mean by location? Wait, like you shared, <laughs> you had constant shared location? <laughs> you're freaking lying. Is that no what you're way. saying? That's literally what we're saying. So, so yeah. So like, I don't know if you guys use find my friends. Um, yes. What? Yeah. Yeah. So find friends. So Jeremy had accidentally Ubered to like the wrong, um, the wrong intersection that was like near my neighborhood, but not quite. So he shared his location for me to come get him. Um, cause he was like at the wrong end of the street. And I was like, okay, yeah, no, like no worries. And then he never unshared it after that date. And so me being like, well, I'll, I guess I'll just keep it. <laughs> Well, I feel like I sometimes on my first date, actually my first probably three or four dates, I'm still on a lot of first dates. Also, um, we can, feel free to we dive just, into that later just, on and interrogate. I feel like in my first few dates, I'm still more like on like business sales mode. So I'm just like, I'm just, I'm peeling back layers of the onion here and like asking questions that like of you or me, me, you, I feel like I was like very much like asking questions that you don't necessarily hear on first dates. And yeah. you're also an open book when asked Oh yeah. You're not a very yeah. secretive person, but I feel like no. I asked questions you weren't used to hearing. So we kind of like dove in pretty quickly. We also had a, a live discussion where we worked through conflict with Jana Kramer and her husband, <laughs> yes. Mike, um, where we kind of fought for our friendship in a similar way that they talk about fighting for a marriage. Um, and so that was a really unique episode too. Don't know if it's appropriate. I feel like it's worth saying. I feel like we are somewhat at a pivotal moment in our friendship because <laughs> the relationships... You got to fight for all of them. Yes. Right? Hey, we could so easily, you know, let this go under, wash under the bridge and be cordial with Jana and Mike and be fine. But we're going to go down to your book launch party and we're going <laughs> to give you hugs and apologize in person and do what we can to fight. So, and, you know, I feel like because we're older and we have, you know, other friends and it's like, there's no point in just having those to me any just surface like relationships, especially when you value them so much. So it's just to be able to communicate and express what your feelings are and and then hey, what have what have we done wrong? Like what can we do better at? And you know, I pretty much blew your surprise birthday from being, you know, <laughs> trying to be funny but yet feelings were hurt. And it's like, you know, yeah. and I freaking blew y'all's thing and then art and then, you know, Sean and I are both like I'm crying. I'm like, I can't even talk to you right now. Like, you know, and it's just like, and then I'm like, maybe they just don't like us anymore, babe. Like, now I was like so upset and I was in such deep, like depression that day. I was like, I lost friends. I made mistakes. I tried to overexert myself and overextend myself. I made mistakes. I need to own my crap and tell her what happened and ask for her forgiveness and see if I deserve that friendship anymore. And it ruined my day too. I was like, oh my God. I was like, Andrew, I just lost our friends. I'm so sorry. Yeah. So are we yeah. all good? We're all good. We're good. But for me, it's like, 
we value all so much as people and as our dear friends that I'm like that part of what we talk about too in the book is just having the grace of forgiveness. It's like, no friendship is going to be perfect. Someone's going to do something to piss the other off. That's just, that's what close friendships involve. We've had a lot of really fun conversations and met a lot of really interesting people and heard interesting dynamics and career paths. We've talked to the Roloffs, the, the Lion Dykes, the Pakludas, Earls, Otis's, Nixon's, Aloe Black and his wife, Maya. Matt Cutshaw and his fiance Ariel Vandenberg. Mm-hmm. The Roddicks, which was hysterical. Andy Roddick and his wife, Brooklyn Decker. Okay, that's another best friend. We've had so many happen. fun episodes with Sadie Robertson and Christian Huff. Mallory Irvin and Kyle Demiola. Madeline Bailey and her husband, Jimmy. Caitlin Bristow and Jason Tardick. It has been such a phenomenal year. We've had so much fun. This is... I mean, so much fun in, in the light of all the stress that's happened. We hope you have enjoyed it, too. Uh, we reference a bunch of these episodes. And if you want to listen to the full episodes of any of the ones we just listed, it's in the archive and you can find it on YouTube, you can find it on Spotify, wherever you listen to podcasts. Um, but we are so thankful to uh, be able to be in a position where, you know, you listen to this show and we we're honored. We take it as a responsibility. Um, it's not something we take lightly. And so we hope that shows through and we do hope that this show puts a smile on your face while also uplifting and encouraging you. We are really excited to grow this show and to continue interviewing amazing people in relationships and to hear how their relationships work. If you take anything away from this show, I hope you take away that love is awesome. That's right. And it's hard. It's supposed to be. The world is going to tell you it's supposed to be perfect. It's not. And what makes it fun and cool and perfect is the ups and downs you go through. Believe it or not. So with the heartache comes the fairy tale endings. Um, but it's awesome and cool. And I really hope you listen to all these interviews and learn that. Every, every relationship is different. Wait, what about this? With the heartache comes a full heart. How about okay. That? How about that? I do have to say, Sean, on a personal note, this show was a struggle for us, especially in the first couple of months. We were figuring out yeah, this whole setup. I wanted setup. to hit you hard. And we've come a long way production-wise, too. We had yeah. Now we have a studio with cameras and lights. And, and kind of we can't wait to show you the new studio. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But I, I do want to say... Thank you for your patience. Yeah. But I'm thankful that uh, you bear with me. So I love you. I'm thankful for you. And that's all I got to say. I love you, baby. And I love that no matter what, we know the ending. That's right. Which is awesome. Steve and Linda You're Zanaka. stuck with me forever, sucker. Oh, man. All right. Well, enough cheese ball for the day. Um, thank you for listening. Yes. Happy New Year. Yes. We're so thankful for you. And we hope that uh, despite... All the challenges, whatever they may look like for you in this day and age, uh, that you realize that this too shall pass and there is hope. So thank you. Um, please stick with us next year. We have some really, really exciting things coming that we can't wait to tell you about. That's right. Maybe in a week or two. So to be sure that you don't miss any announcements or updates or episodes, subscribe to the show uh, if you desire. Yes. Um, on YouTube, again, wherever you get your podcasts. That's all we got. This is the East Fam. Out.
All right, real quick for all of those listening out there, we don't ask for a lot of favors, I don't think, babe, do we? No. But we're going to ask you a favor today, all right? If you're listening to Couple Things Podcasts on Apple Podcasts specifically, will you please do us this short, quick favor? We want to make sure you're staying up to date with our show, and Apple's latest iOS update has paused downloads for many listeners, and some of you have expressed our latest episodes aren't being recommended to you on Apple Podcasts anymore. So here's how to make sure you're getting your episode. And again, this is for Apple Podcasts specifically. Open up that podcast app on your iPhone. Search Couple Things and tap Our Shows icon. And then in the top right corner, you might see a plus follow symbol. If you do, tap it to resume following the show. If you get a prompt to, quote, turn on automatic downloads, say yes. That way... You'll get all of the episodes. Thank you so much, guys. We're so glad this update was brought to our attention because we want to make sure we're reaching as many of you as we can. Love y'all, and we really appreciate you doing this.